ladies and genitals to the real trash podcast you are well, west yeah I, you told yourself. me not to do it you told me not to do it i know i'm just busting your balls hi uh golly we oh, uh boy. we screwed up and didn't get a guest this episode nah i don't buff also screwed up last week didn't do the hot aussie of the week I mean, I'm not on TikTok no more. <laughs> I don't have I don't have any setup, so we're just gonna have to abandon that. Who? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was funny when you had TikTok. It's not so much funny anymore now that you don't, because you don't even know you like you wouldn't even know what she looks like. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the poopy part. Hold on, I gotta so make my video thing. So before we. Uh get into some stories and whatnot got a little question for you when you were at the recruiter's office your your little civilian self did you expect to stay in the military or did you just expect to do like one contract or see how it went thinking about it now I remember when I signed that like line for the first time when I did my signature, like when it was like good to go, like got a map state. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll I'll do twenty. Let's see what it's like, you know. I don't know if I got a plan. You know, time goes on. You're you're private. After after Korea, I was like, I'm just gonna do another contract, see how it goes, <laughs> do some more time in the army, deal with some NCOs. Deal. Yeah. What else? NCOs. Just the constant fuckery. Yeah. It. It was the. It was just situations that we would get into that we would just be like, you know, hey, go here. You know, show up fifteen minutes early. You know, do your thing. Show up. You know, it's you get there at ten o'clock. No problem. Six hours later. Four hours later. <laughs> three hours later. You know, the person that you're supposed to meet ain't there yet. Nah. After that. Oh, that's your once, fault. Yeah, and, and you know, you text your squad leader, and they're just like, you know, figure it out. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sit in my truck then. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I was totally different, though. Like, I went into the recruiter's office only expecting to do my four years. Because huh? I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do the four years. I'll have everything I need to do to go on the career path that I want. And I'm just going to get out. And then... Did basic training, whatever. I was like, this is really not too bad. But it was also only basic training. <clears throat> then we get to the unit in Korea. And I was like, I mean, this isn't terrible. I think maybe I could do another contract. Like, maybe I'll get sent somewhere that doesn't have Bradleys. Because, like, I kind of enjoyed it. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? Maybe I'll think about it. I've only been in for, like, six months. So we'll see how the time goes. And then, dude, like you said, as soon as like, the time went on, you did... You got more fucking into the army, like I don't even. It was just it just became shit. It got and worse was like, and worse. It just I was like, I was like this. I was like this. This might get better. This this might turn the out optimism. good. I I might have a good time, yeah. and then it just it just went downhill so fast. I was like, you know what? No, I'm done. Like I yeah. think it was probably once I hit my year, like in the army, I was like, no, I'm done, or like. Yeah. year and a half well, no not maybe not a year in the army because a year in the army was right when we got back from korea so i'll give it like a year our, and a half our times were almost the same right i was january 10th and you were january too right 
Nah, February. It was only like a month off. So yeah, we came back from leave and or we came back from Korea in February. So I'd give it like a year and a half that I was like, we'll see how this time goes. But then once, once that year and a half was up, <laughs> yeah, we like, once nah, we were actually in Fort Hood for a couple of months, and I realized how shit the army is. Yeah. I was like, no, I can't do yeah. this anymore. Saying it, chief. Yeah, I say like the my year time. Like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna reenlist. I'm gonna go light. I'm gonna go light infantry. You know, see see where the homies go. I'd I like think go that's where... probably like everyone's like end goal if they want to stay in is if they're on a, like a heavy unit, yeah. they're like, Let's maybe I'll try a light unit to see if it's any different. Yeah. But I think Fort hood and our unit just ruins people. It, I think, I think it really did. Like thinking about it now, like I, I, you know, like Smith told us like, yeah, the grass isn't greener, but it's a little greener. <laughs> but at the same time, they make it so bad that no one wants to take that risk to go yeah. on. And try another four years because it's not like any other job where you just be like, oh no, I don't like this. I'm gonna quit. It's like it's like you decision. you do your four years and you're like, okay, I think it might be better if I try something else. Let's try a different route. Let's go light. Let's go to a different duty station. Yeah, but that's another four year commitment that you need to be ready for. And yep. if you hated it when you were your first four years, there's no saying that you're gonna love it your next. Yeah. 100%. But that was I like mean, a common like occurrence. Reward. Yeah. I, th- I felt like it was a common occurrence with our unit. Like, the privates would come in right out of basic and they'd be all fucking, Super I love good. the army. Like, I'm a fucking, I'm a boot, this, that. I'm going to do 20 years. I'm going to be a fucking sergeant major. I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a sergeant major. Like, these are my boys. And then give them two years and they're like, we specialists. Give it a year. Luckily, there was some specialists within our troop that were that was like, no, this is this is ass. Like you oh, don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Yeah. And then just watching those people get out and like being friends with them, and then seeing them enjoy their lives on the outside world, it just yeah, made it. Yeah. It made you want to get out so much more. Yeah, that was. I think that was a good part of seeing like the people that we were privates with like, when they got out, like seeing how their lives were going. You know, everybody had a plan. They're on their feet. They're fine. It's like, all right, you know, see how life is. But in the hard reality, I had no fucking clue. Because, yeah. like, they don't, they don't make it out to be, like... It, or they it, make it out to be, like, when you, the, when you get out, when you get out, you're going to hate your life. You're, you've done your four years in the military. That's how your life is. You need to stay in. Yeah. But that was the good thing, like you said, about people that we were privates with that were getting out, and, like, we were friends with them, seeing how much better their lives were asking them like hey how Mm -hmm. is it what should i do now that was a good part like recommend recommending gi bill this that like not fucking sitting in the motor pool for 12 hours a day the motor pool fuck that place dude the motor pool (laughs) motor pool pool? but no no dude i I don't know man no yeah you're right that was my only question for this week. Okay. See if I can so now we're jumping out. into. Oh, you're gonna come up with one real quick. Yeah, we don't want a weird. We don't want a weird awkward silence no, no, no. though. No, 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 I got this. I got. This. I got this. Did you feel as like you were maturing more in the army as you gained rank? 
No, like honestly, felt like things got a little different every time you got a different rank. Not really, just because like you don't you don't really have to earn anything. You don't have to like earn the rank. It's basically just time and service. I feel like there was more put on you, like more trust was given to you to take. I mean, because I was in headquarters and I I was the armor, so I mean, obviously I had some trust and like. But for the most part, like it's just it's not in like anything to earn. You kind of just given it, you know. Yeah. Like you do, you do. What is it? Two years to become a specialist or whatever. Three yeah. years. Yeah, you get way before that if you can. You don't really have to do anything to earn that, so it's not like I was maturing, you know. Maturing within the military, like I felt like I was maturing in life. Okay. But personally, like within like the military aspect of it, I don't think at all. Just because you saw people that were fucking, oh, they did good in PT tests, so we're gonna make you a specialist. But like, okay, they can run. Why does that make them better than me? Yeah. Did you feel like you were maturing? Uh, specialist definitely. I think when I was made team leader, that was kind of a little bit of an eye opener. I mean, that's how I felt like when I was the armor, because like I was in charge of everything. Yeah. But like just being like on the line, like on a platoon, there's 12 other people that are specialists. Just because everyone's been there for a certain amount of time. So everyone's been fucking pin specialist. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was probably really different between like, your platoon and my platoon. I'm seeing a huge difference in like how you guys had things and how we were doing things. Well, cause I think it was the size difference. Yeah, there was, we were less than fucking 10 all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then you had like E fives and stuff. I mean, we, most of the time, if anything came down to it, we had a couple E fives that were always around that were basically just specialists, but were a, was a sergeant. <laughs> but I definitely think the size of platoon definitely coincides with how they're ran. Yeah. No, I agree. But no, I don't think I within the military gained any uh fucking I mean street maturity. smarts I'd say we gained a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. With without a doubt, like joining the military right Ooh, out of high boy. school I was just like that's it how hits we you. You, life, have to, you have to you have to be an adult. Like you have to yeah. learn how to cook. You have to learn how to take care of yourself. This that you know. Everything is on your own. Oh yeah, dude. So within like a life aspect, I one hundred and fifty percent matured. Like I don't fucking like now. I I've realized how much different I am than everyone. Like around my town, like I don't go out and drink. Like I don't find that fun. Like I just yeah. want to get what I gotta. I do what I gotta do get it done so i can move on with my life onto another part yeah no just getting to point a getting to point b coming back to point a exactly without any issues <clears throat> you want to get things done as fast as you can yeah that's i think we can talk about that one today well like maturing in life i'd say like what we learned i mean shit like i feel like that was an army thing getting it done and then going the fuck home. I think one of the biggest things 
that I learned in the military I, is respect. I mean, I had respect before I joined, but like respecting like the civilians and stuff, just like fucking people that have like some of the people that have higher ranks, like you didn't want to respect them, but you had to just because of their rank. But fucking like coming out into the civilian world, you realize how much respect isn't given to people. So fucking you go, you go out and people aren't like, there's like old people that need help and they're just walking past them. But now I'm like, Oh, like what's up? Do you need some help? Yeah. Like, it's just like simple things that you could just use when you get out. No, I think uh, one of the big ones I got was patience. Oh, without a doubt. Patience and like, I mean, being being confident. Like, I'm I'm pretty confident when I'm walking around where I need to do and like get what mm-hmm. I need to get done. Like, I feel like okay, I'm confident in myself. I can get these things done. Like, there's no social anxiety to it or anything. Ah, fuck. And that's God. like a big thing with our generation is yeah, people aren't confident in what they're trying to do, so most of the times they're not getting what they need to do done. Yeah, and I understand that 100%. So, like, all my homies that have that sort of thing, like, I'm I'm no heartedly doubt I'll, if you need me to order it, I'll order it. If you need me to go get it, I'll go get it. I understand. I've noticed that, like, I've noticed that big time with, like, going to school, because everyone's so much younger, they're right out of high school. So no one actually, like, has the confidence in themselves to ask a question or to 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 talk in front of the class or to yeah. like to read something you know they don't feel confident in themselves and i was like in my head i'm like for four years in the military i had to do it or i would look stupid so yeah that's what that's what i like about my labs and school it's like a lot of them are high school kids and i think it's like me and maybe three four others that are adults sort of and i i I mean, I like in the class, like, people poke their heads out of the little lab things, be like, hey, David, what's this? I don't mind. I really don't. Yeah. It's good to have, like, people in, like, that kind of schooling to have, like, experience, and I'm willing to help. If if we're the future of it, then, yeah, I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to help whatever I can. For the most part, like... Just be nice. you You can tell who had, like within our generation who has experience and who doesn't like with just like life in general. Yeah. By how people carry themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Looking at somebody's demeanor, the tone of voice and the eyes, you can see it all. Yeah. Cause like I could fucking be talking to someone the same age as me and like, they're not looking me in the eyes. Like when they talk, you know, they are fucking, they just seem like they're like on edge. But there's really, like, within the military, you learn how to just be confident and how to talk to people. You're talking to everybody, dude. I mean, you're going to offices, you're going to You're talking to people, like, with, like, super high ranks, and you just, like, once you feel comfortable with that, like, in the civilian world, you can feel comfortable talking to anybody. Yeah, that's what I like. like, If you learn to talk to the higher-ups, then it helps you talk to higher-ups in, like, a company that you're in. Oh, Mm -hmm. shit, that's a good one. Yeah. Because, dude, talking like, to generals made me nervous as fuck. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Even just, like, lieutenant colonels and shit. Like, oh, yeah, those you motherfuckers... see your brigade commander come by, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just, like, most of the time, they're just normal people, and, like, you say hello to them, and they'll yeah, just be like, oh, what's up? Like, how's your day going? Like, 
you having like a good time, blah. blah. Yeah. You know. And you realize that like everybody is just a normal person. Yeah. If they're a CEO of a company, that's just because they've earned that title, but they're still a normal person. They'll still have a normal conversation with you. Yeah. You don't have to be scared of them. That's a good thing to translate to it. That's a date, Ryan. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's... fucking uh, philo- <laughs> philosophical. Yeah, here, fucking <laughs> Westicle and Ryan, philosophical army times. Here you go. <laughs> but, like, I've noticed that, like, when I came home, I started riding on an ambulance corps, and, like, there's younger people and everything on there. And, like, you go onto a call, and they're, like, the younger kids are, like, kind of s- stepped back, like, not really asking questions about, like, what's going on. But I've realized with, like, my experience, I'm just, like, I'm here to help. Like, I'm not just going to stand around and do nothing. So, like, yeah. just jump right into it, see what the deal is. It's it's really hard being, like, our age and then all the older fellers. I guess all the older gentlemen, they confuse us to be really young. And it's just like, okay, but some of us mid 20, 30 year olds are actually like, aren't complete dickheads. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to be on our phone 24 seven. We're at work. We're at work. We know the difference between like work and play. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's people that are in their thirties that are still all about like the frat life, like going to the yeah. bar, doing oh, this. God. And like <laughs> oh, yeah. the, <clears throat> the captain of the ambulance corps, He's a, he's a veteran and everything, but like, I I when I talk to older people, I try not even to have my phone in my hand just yeah. to get, give them the respect of what they're talking to. But a lot of the times, like people our age will just be like looking down at their phone, just like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that's just like the biggest thing that you learn is just we keep coming back to it. You just you learn how to be confident in yourself. I'll just say the one Every, thing everyone I... is a normal person. Yeah. The one thing I did, uh, what was weird is what I learned as a kid growing up in the, I guess, southern parts of the East Coast. And, you know, introducing yourself is a pretty big thing. And Mm -hmm. when you're in the Army, it's like sometimes you don't get to introduce yourself. You just have to stand there. Or, like, when it's like when you're a private, you don't introduce yourself. Like, people are like, okay, here's a new guy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to do that one. <clears throat> so I was like, the oh. sir, the sir, and the ma'am thing too. That's a big like. I mean, I did that like when I was in high school, anyways. But now it's even like I just it just it just happens. It's not even a thought anymore. It's straight up any anyone older than me that I think is older, mm-hmm. they're getting a yes sir. Shit, they're getting it all. <laughs> and it's it's crazy how people's expressions change when they hear you say that. Yeah. Like, someone older, you'd be like, oh, do you need help, sir? And he'll look at you like, the fuck did this kid just say to me? Like, yeah. people have manners? <laughs> yeah. No, it's good that a lot of things from the Army, like, we did take over. Like, not all, I mean, the situations were shitty, but the bigger picture to what we learned is better off. I mean, we... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The big, like, like, I like the respect and everything and like yeah. the friends. Those are Values. the biggest things that yeah, came out of the Yeah. Those are the those are the biggest things that came out of the military. Like sure. fucking driving a Bradley, like I could give two fucks about that. But it did give us the com- like I, I like I like, like It I gives you the confidence to literally do anything because you're driving a fucking <laughs> You could drive anything. Not a vehicle on a fucking yeah. street. I mean shit, like uh. I mean, they teach the CDL shit at school. We're like, yo. I mean, I can't back up a trailer, so. 
it ain't even happening. But if you wanted to, you probably could give it a try because you never drove a fucking one one three before you joined. No. And you learned how to fucking do that. So Dude, I mean, I drove, I drove that motherfucker like I stole it, bro. Every time, I love that's, that that's how I drove the Bradley. Like, oh, dude. I was, I mean, this comes back to the whole confidence thing. When I was first a driver, like I was scared, bro. It's terrifying. Like, like I was like, fuck. there is so much power behind this thing. I could fucking destroy buildings. Yeah. <laughs> but like, then it's like I became like more experience as a driver and it was like at the point where we were like we were doing field trainings and i'm just fucking booking it through fields like hitting fucking mounds of whatever and just not caring oh yeah dude just i mean just just chaos bro just treating these things like they're workhorses bro because once you get the confidence like you know how to drive something that big you're like fuck it i'll take on the world oh yeah dude, like when i when we started doing amp v like that was fucking fun Driving that big motherfucker, dude. Oh. It's so loud though. That engine was massive. The engine and transmission. Massive. Hearing damage. Yeah, what? That's just straight up hearing damage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point, right there. <laughs> and the fucking the what the fuck were those things called? The helmets. CCV, CVC, CCTVs, CCTVs. Those didn't fucking protect your ears for shit. And the newer ones, the ones that in the AMV were fantastic. Yeah, but the ones that we had in our Bradleys were literally just like rags. They were like fifty years old. Coming down past your eyes, you had to like look up while you were driving because they didn't fit your fucking head. Shell was dude. The shell would hit my nose. Yeah, because they never strapped in correctly. <laughs> yeah, so it's just this floppy disc of the microphone's just The microphone's just flopping in your face because it's not actually... It doesn't have any, like, thing to hold it up. It's always right in your mouth. None of them had the little foam on the top. No, no, when... But you were lucky if you had <laughs> yeah, a little, you little foam. I, I'll, never forget, I'll never forget that plastic bag. There was a bunch of new CVC guts. There was a bunch of plastic bags. They were all opened up and all the wind things were gone. <laughs> I was like, The Damn. shells look like they've been fucking through Vietnam. <laughs> Dude, people would paint them. I'm like, I mean, that's just going to wear off, bro. Looks like it was ran over by a Bradley in the field and they just super glued it together and made you plop it back on your head. Did, just speaking of running over, I ran over Smith's headlamp and it still worked. I can't remember the brand. I might have to ask him, but we have to that shout out that brand. Can we do that? I don't fucking know. I mean, we could. I mean, it, it's not like we would gain anything from it. But like, I ran it over with an AMV. <laughs> like I, I traversed on it too. <laughs> that military grade shit. <laughs> like this thing was like 20 bucks <laughs> you can buy military grade shit and it'll last forever but military grade shit that the military gives you will fall apart if it sees the sunlight yeah but if it's held together by duct tape and electrical tape it works fine oh yeah and fucking uh and 550 tennis? cord 550 cord bro Ooh, man we that's that's the best thing on, like, the, the, on the whole like, 550 cord the 550 cord topic I never understood taking the guts out of the 550 cord. What was the point in that? Um, honestly, I'm not the person to ask. I think we need to ask Daddy Smith. 
because I feel like with the guts inside of it, it would have been stronger. Yeah. Hey, why did we use the guts inside 550 cord? Oh, fuck. I forgot a question mark. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you would take out the little white stringy bits and you would just use the outer, the shell. Yes, you're right. I, I mean, I've done things with both, but it just hit. I just had a light bulb. What? So, like, let's say we get popular and we have like this and we're in person. You know, there's always that third guy that's just in the background a little bit. Uh, Smith. Because I keep having to go to him for stuff. But it would have to be someone local. He can be on a computer screen and listening. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could have that. But like, wouldn't it be easier if we got bigger, if we had someone like in person? Yeah, it'd be dope. But I think that would. I'm going to ask. I think that's the end goal eventually is to just get this thing like super popular. I would like to do live shows on Discord. That would be fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we need we need Twitter. We need a, like a to know who our following is to see if they would join like a live show. Yeah. I mean, I just I've seen Discords just turn into absolute meme pages. Well, I know like we could set up like a it's like a live show thing where people can't talk unless we let them talk. So that uh, would totally I work. In democracy. Good, sir. Well, I mean, you can't just have. I'm not going to say a lot of people. I'm maybe five people in a live show with us. You can't just have fucking seven total people just going nuts because it would just sound. It would sound like our first episode, just absolutely all over the place, just bullshit. Hold the fuck on. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying it would be cool to have like a gaggle fuck of people. Like you know, some of them could chime in. I don't think anyone would want to listen to that because it would just sound like a whole bunch of bullshit. It would sound like an Xbox 360 party. That would be fun. If we got it would the be mic funny, quality. But it would be funny, but I don't think it would get any viewers because it would literally just be like our first episode, just a gaggle fuck of just voices coming out of fucking every corner. I think it would be controlled chaos. Hear me out. Control chaos because, you know, we're doing, we're, you know, we're chatting. It's a bunch of homies. A live show. There's a bunch of other little homies, little viewers, little genitalia, and you know, I lost my train of thought. I'm I'm getting poofy. <laughs> I mean, like we had like we had Smith and Medina on, and I think that was good. Like we could probably have handled like one or two more people, but like these people have to realize that it's not just like a free for all. Just start blurting shit out. No, like I think everybody understand that. It would just depend, honestly, like, who it is. Because a lot of people in this world do just want to talk about themselves, just want to hear their own voice. So fucking, we'd be sitting here, and they would just be fucking, like, I'd be in the middle of, a, like, a sentence, and then, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to let them talk about themselves. But I'm saying, like, it, it would just be constant cutoff of everybody. I mean, if the person's speaking, I think everybody would be respectful. Yeah, you would hope so. I, I'm, I'm surely so. We could totally try it. We just need to make sure we get enough people to do it. That's true. Because we could, we could have Smith, we could have Medina, we could have Steve. So that's, what is that, five of us already. 
I mean, I could just throw something on Facebook and be like, yo, homies, Discord. Open, open, open veteran mic podcast yeah. talk. You have to tell jokes. If you don't, you get banned. <laughs> or if you say a shitty joke, you get banned. It would be funny. No, it, it would just it would just it would just be people getting kicked out, just not it would just be chaos. Tell me your worst joke. You're asking me? No, 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 I'm saying like <laughs> if it was a stage thing, I'd you know, ask him, hey, but tell me your worst joke. Tell me the best joke you got. I think eventually I wanna be able to do this like me oh, and you in this in the same room. Like yeah. that would be fun. Oh, no doubt. Might have to fly down to you for a weekend and fucking record a couple of a couple epies together. We could, we could, we could probably film some in our summer sun room. I mean, if anything, we'll just get a hotel room and just. It, I'm no, no. Hotel not, rooms are quiet. No, it's okay. We could do it in the sun room. Jesus, I'm not going to a hotel to. And film a podcast. Oh, dude, we could we we could do it in the spring and do it out on the deck of your like on your deck and just have like the actual video of us talking like nice outside, fucking right on our like dock or deck. I mean, I think the dock would be too loud, no, with the waves. It's not that loud. It's pretty quiet right there. I think that'd be like our first like published video to YouTube, like with. Our face on it is like outside, like with the nice wilderness. <laughs> Sit in lawn chairs, drinking Coronas, bullshitting with boys. I mean, it could be doable. Don't know how we could get a good picture without having the. I don't know. We'd have to buy like a separate camera. We'd also have to hope that the Wi Fi reaches the dock. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and the deck it is. Yeah, we could do the deck. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would I think that would be cool though. Like our first impert like our first actual video thing that goes like to YouTube or whatever was with us together. Yeah, no, we could definitely do it on the right side of the house. That would be good. Alright. Where maybe, are maybe we? we'll set that up in the spring. <laughs> I don't know, we've strayed very far off. I love it. Uh, we had some good conversations, though. I love it, bro. That's just. So that's I, just I think the do. the goal for this episode was, we're back from Korea. Yeah. We're going on leave, and just like getting used to being at Fort Hood with our actual troop, not Rear D. Yeah. So coming back from Korea, we were waiting on Connexes, weren't we? And our vehicles? No, vehicles were already there. Yeah, we were just waiting for the Connexes. We didn't sign for the vehicles until the Connexes came. I do not remember. I'm pretty sure we didn't sign. I think Rear D still had possession of the vehicles. But we didn't do fuck all. Dude, we ran away from PT. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> the a... cliffhanger. You bastard. <laughs> we forgot about the cliffhanger. Ah. Uh... Alright, all right. It's just like butt stuff. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Alright. Where should we start? Where should I start? 
I guess we start with, I guess, after work. I don't remember. We all plan to meet up at old boy's house for a night of fuckery. And we had to bring our jean jackets. I remember everybody telling me I needed to memorize these three things or something. Was I don't remember. Uh, the three things that belong in your pocket, right? Yeah. You... What were they? I don't remember. I don't remember the three of them. I remember two of them. I know you needed a condom in your pocket and I need something to pop a beer for a shotgun. And then there's something yep. else. I can't remember. Fuck. Yeah, I don't remember. All right. So anyways. On to the nectar of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to be like initiated into this club of vest wearing douchebags. <laughs> Fucking hooligans. And I remember we were drinking and shotgunning beers before on uh, old boy's patio or backyard. Dude, it was so small. Do you remember how small it was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. Yeah, I remember shotgun and beers. And then as it got darker, I, I don't know how I got into it, but I remember you guys came out with a fucking wheelchair, and then I had a burlap sack over my head, <laughs> and I'm getting wheeled around this wheelchair at, like, an incredibly slow pace of somebody pushing me through grass, and it's two people. <laughs> It's very hard, dude. I remember pushing you around, and it was just because the backyard wasn't smooth. It was very bumpy. No, a, I mean, no offense to old boy, the yard was just poopy. It was only a rental, so it's not his fault. Okay, but pushing land, pushing a grown pushing a grown at, pushing a grown ass man in a wheelchair in the grass was difficult. Yeah, no, that was that was hilarious to me. I remember chuckling a lot under the sack. I remember getting wheeled to the back, like, near the front of the house where the fence gate thing is to get into the garage. Or under, whatever the fuck that cover thing is. And all I remember is the bag is lifted a little bit off my lips, and a butt ice just appears. And I have to chug it completely. And mind you, I've already shotgunned, oh my god, I don't know how many beers we've already drank. It, I think it was like two 30-packs. Hmm. God. At least very close to that. I do remember one of the cases was like almost gone. It was gone. We were basically doing a case race with all of us. <laughs> Before we go to the the greatest place on earth. Till we go. So you and had to chug a butt ice. Chug the butt ice. I'm going, I'm going, I'm chugging. And I realized like my chugging skills were not well. They were not well at that time period. It wasn't the drinker that I became to be. And I maybe got three quarters of the way, and then I realized, uh-uh, I got it. I can't. I got to take my lips off this thing. I got you. And that's when you hear the... <laughs> and it's rough. Like, it's a huge burp of just beer, and it's a lot of beer. And it's, like, not even good beer either. Like, Bud Ice is gross. No, it's awful, bro. <laughs> I'm a Budweiser guy. Well, I was a Budweiser guy. That was good beer. And then we, uh, oh. as what's up? Was was it the was it 
our plan to go to the greatest place on earth or was that no, just it was, like it just it was, happened spur of the moment what did we do before we went to the fucking strip club we were in the backyard drinking butt ice and then did we go to the gas station to get cash or did we go straight there i think we went straight there we went straight there parked i remember walking in with our stupid well first you, we didn't we didn't just park we did fucking Donuts, donuts in the parking lot. I forgot about the donuts. In a, in a fucking super duty. In <laughs> a super duty. It's a big ass fucking super duty. God. And, oh, fuck. I remember, oh, yeah. I remember we got some more drinks. And then Viddy got a lap dance. And I remember sitting in the chair and then I'm just scoping out, like, okay, I could probably get a dance. Like, you know, just got paid private life. Let's go get a dance. And finally, I catch my eye with a lady. We go to the back room. She does her thing. And I'm I'm completely fucking ass cheeks sloshed hammered. Like, probably the most... I was so... I had complete control. I was just fucked up. Really fucked up. <laughs> and I remember the dances going on. And I remember, like, in my mind, I'm like... Yeah. I think I'm going to sit with dumb and butt. And... Got, you know, clear, no movement. And I was like, okay. Turns around, and I was like, do you want me to, you want to get lunch with me too? And <laughs> she's like, you know, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So, waking my way, coming out of the room, and you catch me. And Belt's undone. My, my pants are almost complete. They're completely done. I'm just trying to put them back together, walking past the security guy. <laughs> And you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you look like shit. And, like, I couldn't stop laughing because you're, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, that's Did she all question you the jean jacket? No. <laughs> no one questioned fucking, no what was did. it, five of us going into yeah, a fucking... Yeah, wearing one. <laughs> no one gave a fuck. God. So, and... you, came, you came out looking like a pile of shit. <laughs> just just fucked up bro it was so fucked up made my way walking <clears throat> i i don't know all i remember was trying to walk straight because i was like i'm not paying attention who's behind me i'm too fucked you up. had to go to the atm though didn't you yeah and that's all uh, yeah i was making my way towards the atm I was just, just trying to focus on walking straight to it because at that point i was like i'm too fucked up like if i turn around i'm going down like i can't can't blow it i gotta gotta continue it on I get to the ATM, I throw my stupid little BB&T debit card in there, and this motherfucker, it doesn't withdraw the cash. And I pulled out, what was it, like 80 bucks? I think it was less than that, honestly. I, I know I had to pull out, a, like, two amounts. I know that. So I was like, okay, why didn't it take my cash? I didn't get the cash. So I did it again, and it did do it again. And I looked at my phone, and while I was trying to look at my phone, that's when all I hear is this yelling behind me. <laughs> And you're up against this wall. <laughs> I got shoved straight into the wall, and I had nothing to do with this situation. That lady <clears throat> thought that you were me. Because we all had uh, jean jackets on. And we all had the same fucking haircut. We all looked the same from behind. That little shaved potato heads. Uh, and I like, and I remember <clears throat> trying to explain, hey, the ATM's not working. <laughs> like, no one could hear me. <laughs> The music mind, was like, so loud. 
It's so fucking loud. And I hear her yelling, and then it's just like, I'm like trying to tell everybody, like, hey, the ATM isn't working. I'm out 160. Like, hello? And then we get outside, and that's, I'm gonna fucking hit you. Well, because because it was such a big deal that we had to give her money that we had because you didn't have enough. So we had. had The money wasn't withdrawing. Well, but so we, you had the money, but you didn't have the money in your possession. So we had, we had to pay, we had to pay her everything that we had. That's what really pissed me off. Oh, how much did you guys give her? I think like a hundred bucks, dude. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it wasn't like anything crazy, but that's when we got outside, and I was just like, I was just pissed that I had to pay this fucking stripper for you. So I was like, dude, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face. But no one stopped me either. No, I, I was like we were like it. we were like nose to nose, like yelling at each other, and it, no one no one was pushing me away. Like in my head, I was like, "Yo, I deserve this." Like, just, I know Ryan's got a hell of an arm. I can tell. Just gonna let it happen. <laughs> oh. And then we sent you on your merry little way on an Uber. <laughs> Dude, I was so fucked up in that Uber. I wouldn't stop talking. And then I just, I remember passing out, and then he's like, uh, you remember who <laughs> just, hey, hey, man, hey, you good? <laughs> and somehow, uh, who was it? Oh, yeah, Smith was there to help me. Ugh. That was... <clears throat> and then we went to Wild cool. Country that night. How'd you, what happened there? I missed it. <laughs> Wild Country, I mean, it's the same shit every night. It's the same fucking trashy-ass Colleen people that are there. Dude, what a fucking hell of a place. <clears throat> I saw so much shit happen in that bar. Like, you could see everything. <clears throat> but it sucked so bad. It was awful. I hated All the it there. security people were bow ties. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, white shirts and bow ties. So threatening. <laughs> Take your... They Jeez. weren't even like jacked security guards. They were just like overweight no, fucking. There's some husky core fed fellas. Hey, you can't be in here, mister. <laughs> what are you, what are you gonna do? To, what are you gonna do to me? I wonder if those guys. <clears throat> I bet like they. Hmm. Oh, I had a joke. I lost <clears throat> it. Oh. So the first time, did you... how different was it? Like. Because after that situation, whatever, we went on leave a couple weeks. Jesus. We went on leave a couple weeks later. How different was, like, being home and you weren't a civilian anymore? It was fucking weird. <clears throat> and it, it was, was super weird. It was so weird talking to everybody about, like, stuff. Because it was like, they mm-hmm. thought, like, I knew everything. And it's like, hey, I'm on leave. I'm not <clears throat> Please. I can't. I can't think about it. It's just too much. We went on leave, and it was March, so it was, like, St. Patrick's Day, and, like, the the biggest thing is, like, to go to St. Patrick's Day Parade, like, in New York City. And, bro, like, we get to the train station, it's, like, everyone I went to high school with, they're like, oh, bro, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Like, I missed you, like, we haven't talked in forever, and in my head, I'm like, we don't talk because you haven't talked to me, like, don't tell me you miss me, because you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you just saying that because you see me now, and I'm back from the army, like... You don't give a fuck. Did anybody ask you for money? <laughs> no. Oh my People ask you for money? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. That one cracked me up. No, oh. it, but it was just like the, oh, like, we haven't talked in so long, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, 
okay, I don't want to talk to you. Like, if you're not going to put the effort to talking to me while I'm gone, like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And then just, like, the questions. I never got the whole, like, oh, I came on leave, like, come visit me stigma of the military. Like, that never happened to you, or, like... No, like, people, like, like they post shit like that. They're just, like, you know, I come home on leave, and... Ah, fuck. I wish I I I could find one real quick. But they... I mean, I I got that a lot, though. Like, girls being like, hey, like, you gonna come see me when you're home? Like, people would be like, you know, come see me. It's like, I'll come out, but as long as we... Meet mm-hmm. somewhere that I grew up in, so it's a 40 minute drive. I think it was like a point where like girls were like, wow, this guy's in the army. Like, are you going to come hang out with me when you're on leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you only want to hang out with me when I'm on leave, but you hardly talk to me when I'm like at my duty station. Like, ooh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the, the military got you, got you girls. Yeah, it's just like, mm, I smell BAH. <laughs> this guy yeah, has uh, benefits. I, I got offered that two times when I got back from Korea. BAH? Uh, you know, discussing with someone like I went to high school with. <laughs> like, hey, you just want to split this? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was super close to just like a contract I marriage. I really was. Uh, I, honestly, I think about it now as like when we were E4s, like we should have just did that thing where we got off base, like me, you, Medina, and Vid just got a house. Just rented that out. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool, but... That would have been fucking fun. But then we 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 would have missed out on all the barracks parties. Yeah, that's true. We actually became legends. Yeah. We I literally, dude, when I got back from Germany, people were like, are you the West from the second floor? <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, this can't be happening. I envisioned this my whole career. <laughs> I was like, you can't be serious. The fucked up thing about, like, <clears throat> is before, like, we got to the unit and everyone was telling us like these crazy barrack stories like slip and slides and this that and the third and then we come back and the barracks like seem they were boring for a while until like we started Throwing having little get togethers dude we threw bangers homie that's one thing i'm for I'll, I'll frat that up bro we threw fucking parties that's the military is a big frat it is like big. fucking little frat boys can tell me different but being in the military is like being in the most we fucked the, up frat you could be in. We were the combat arms frat, bro. No, I know, fun, but like it was awesome. But like <laughs> little little frat boys could be like, no, it's not the same. Like these these are my brothers from fucking like, alpha, alpha, beta, other, alpha beta cuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like we were we did so much more shit than these fucking little frat boys. Didn't curl up next to your home even if it was cold. <laughs> so you guys got your daddies to pay for those jackets, man. We even got cold weather gear. We're still cold. We're sleeping uh, in the same sleeping bag, and you're over here fucking throwing up on each other in a little dirty frat house. Yeah, hold your liquor. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <clears throat> that was the like. I think it was after leave is when the barracks really started to like get kicking. I think. Yeah, after leave, when we all started realizing how. Uh, fucking gnarly it was to just be like you would hit you get done with work go straight to your room either shower or change immediately walk outside with a beer in your hand 
Yep. Because <clears throat> people would go to the PX like before they even went to their room to grab all the beer for the weekend. Yep. Dude, I loved Fridays right after work going immediately to Classics, immediately to the <laughs> PX, getting what we needed and just throwing out, like just drinking bullshit and, you know, always gotten beer pong going. Always. Always. There was always somehow a barbecue showed up. Yeah. But it was always part, a cook. <laughs> the worst part about it was running out of food. Yeah. At the end of the night, and you're already so hammered, and you're like, "We need food." Yeah. So you'd have to order fucking Domino's pizzas. Oh fuck! Were you at? Were you there the one time at the barracks when we ordered like twelve Domino's pizzas, like twelve different orders? I think so. I remember. I think I walked into my room and I was like, "What the fuck?" Did you get? Yeah, you people were, yeah. People were using like their free pizza rewards from Domino's. Like it was. There was yeah. just so much Domino's pizza, Dude, but it was awesome. You're always getting pizza. It was the only thing around, bro. Like, the only thing that was, like, was better good. than the defect. Domino's the Do- is good. The Domino's there was good. <clears throat> People hate Domino's. I love Domino's. That was the only Domino's I liked. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I would get... I would order a large Domino's pizza, and it would be for, like, three meals. It was awesome. It was always good. Uh, it was good to have a microwave. Just, I don't know. I'm a yep. big fan of cold pizza, too. I want cold pizza. Yeah, that was that having some cold pizza for lunch, some cold uh, barbecue chicken pizza from Domino's for lunch. Fire. Nothing beats it. Hey, that's just, I don't know. Throwing the parties, this was fun. I think my, uh, yeah, this is right after Korea, my 20, 22nd birthday. <laughs> you remember that weekend? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good one. I fell out of a damn car. Dude. <laughs> a moving car, nonetheless. <laughs> Fucking applesauce being spilt on me. Fucking chem lights. Chrome mass, bro. The constant outfit changes. The fucking chicken suit I always wear. The chicken wear. suit. Yep. I just get fucked up and take the chicken, put the chicken suit on, bro. We went through so much Jaeger that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. I was like, I want Jaeger for my birthday. And everybody's like, that wasn't that wasn't just a day though. That was like a weekend bender. Didn't we have Monday? No, we had no we what day did we have off? Did we have Monday off? It was the Friday, if if I'm being honest. I think we got off super early Friday. Yeah. Like way before the formation. Didn't we go to like Texas Roadhouse and like Waco one of the mornings? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was... Vic got his bike. Yes, you're right. And he's meeting us. <clears throat> Do you want to know something yep. funny? How I remember that, uh, that Texas Roadhouse. What? Oh, didn't you know the waitress? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I know you from somewhere. She's like, where? I was like, did we match on Bumble? Yeah. I remember her now. That wasn't just like a a birthday party. That was just a weekend of fuckery. Dude, that whole weekend was fucking gnarly. Good to know. It, one of my favorite birthdays, honestly. Yeah, my 22nd was one of my favorites. <clears throat> so I didn't get to celebrate the 21st because I was still in basic. <laughs> That blows. 
Yeah. I was actually, dude, I was actually supposed to graduate on my birthday, but then I got fucking restarted. So I had to push it. <laughs> what a fucking time, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Honestly, Why we went to Wild Country instead of like 6th Street is beyond me. Sometimes we just didn't feel like the drive. <laughs> but realizing it now, it was super short. Oh, dude, yeah, like 45 minutes. Dude, we could get there in under four, under fucking 50. And like it always said like 58, 55 minutes. No, nah, dude, we, we hauled. I got we kicked hauled. out of Wild Country on your birthday. You did. I wonder if you I did. Think... No, I never got kicked out of Wild Country. I got kicked out of the <clears> bar next to it. Oh, no. mm, you what the fuck was that place called? Jokers. Joker. No. 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 Yeah. Jokers is that other bar of the airport. Yes. You know what's crazy? I found that bar really late in my career, and I'm kind of sh- poopy about that because <clears throat> it was I cool. Really liked uh, the it. It was the nice Jenga bar. and all that shit that they had. Yeah, that was yeah, a nice bar. I, wish, I remember. I wish, it was so close. We went there. <laughs> we went there the night before we left for NTC. I, got a couch I don't know if you went. I don't know if you went. No, I got that couch before I left for NTC. You did. Yeah. Bro. I was told that was a bad investment. I was like, I bought this couch for 60 bucks. Like right before I get like right before I leave. So I get to come back to it. And then I get back to it. And you and you and Vin are sitting on it. Just waiting for me when I got back. (laughs) Your birthday was right after leave, right? Nah, like it's in it was it's in the last week of April. So yeah, a couple weeks after leave. Yeah, we had a pizza. Bro, and then and and then I went to fucking Kentucky right after that. Yeah. Kentucky stories next week. Yeah, I got excited. Excited for that. I'm actually gonna. For all the stories that I got for that summer, because we both have quite a bit of stuff for our summer of 2018. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is like they weren't together. Like I, yeah, that was the one I was away from the boys. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I want to hear all about CST because I, I don't think we even dabbled into it that much. Thinking about it, we really chatted about it. Not really. I mean, it it kind of sucked, big dick. But yeah, I remember. Yeah. I felt I stood. I felt so bad with literally like everybody was about to leave, and then you were told you got to go. I was told the day before. That's so. <clears throat> that's the most we army the shit. Mo- we were in the motor pool cleaning out a Connex, and the guy that was supposed to go, like, got in trouble or something, and they looked at me and said, "Ryan, you're going to CST tomorrow." And I said, "Huh?" They're like, "You're going to CST tomorrow." I said, "Um." Damn. Okay, I guess. And then, like two hours later, Ryan, why the fuck are you not packing for CST? But like, you didn't tell me to leave. I don't have a packing list. I don't know what to bring. Yeah, that was so bad, dude. I fucking, I was pissed. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ask a lot of people that were contributed to all the hecticness of. That summer, I'm gonna ask them if I can use a nickname or possibly a name. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of shit. I feel like some of them 
that were not in the army might uh might not want to talk to you? Not who you're thinking. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it is an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I know. I went in the car with you. Yeah. No. All the way to fucking Waco so you could break up with her and you didn't break up with her. Huh? Alaska. Oh yeah. I mean, get her, get her on the pod. Get her on the pod. All right, hold up. All right. That would be something, bro. Oh god. I think it's a good place to wrap up here because we can dive into some fucking stories. I mean, it's not really much to talk about from leave and. Right before, like right after we got back, because we didn't do shit. No. <clears throat> I'm just talking about the quick shit, just how we felt. How was it? it was yeah, I think I think the beginning was good. I mean, we strayed from something, but I think it, it was valuable it conversation. Well. I it think so. Well. <clears throat> it happens. Man. It happens. It's all good. It's how we so I think we should episodes. we should leave that here, and then I think that probably the next two weeks would be summer of 2018 stories because okay. i think between my cst for two months and then your stories for the the summer i think that would be a nice nice two week worth of uh stories I'm down. so i'm with it here we are at the this end of the goodbye. pod this is goodbye all right it's not it's not goodbye, West. It's see it's you later. See you later. I was just about <laughs> to say it. Okay, sorry. Trying to be optimistic. Oh, okay. We need more Twitter followers, so Dude, I, <laughs> I don't know. Twitter. We have one. Uh, oh yeah. Share share this with the homies. Share it with the homies. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Alright everybody, West. see you later. Stay horny. Yep. What he said. Bye.